All right, I will undertake this quest. I will find the edges of Fantasia, and I will save the princess. Come on, Artex, let's go! Whoa, whoa, Artex, no! Exterminate, exterminate all life was on Earth. Who are you? What? what let's go! <laughs> Nothing can stop the Daleks. We are supreme. <laughs> oh, God, why? <laughs> All right. Uh, that was a very confusing, we tried. Yeah, that was a confusing way to start our episode today. Yeah. But, but uh, first of all, we are Drinking Dried. I'm Angel. And I'm Jackson. And you might think we're talking Doctor Who, but we're not. But we're we, actually we, talking. <laughs> we mentioned Artex first. Yeah, we mentioned Artex. And Fantasia. Yes. And the princess. The childlike princess. Yes. Today we're actually talking about the never ending story. Never ending story. Because it's my motherfucking birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. I made it to yeah. this stage of life called 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and It uh, is your day of birth. Yes. I am born day. <laughs> Very exciting. Very exciting day of born. <laughs> you got to work on your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> That's okay. I got beer in my hand. And yeah, time. pizza in your belly. Yeah. Beer in your belly as well. God, I could go for some more pizza, to be honest. But mm-hmm. it would be right nice. now, we're going to talk and, about the Neverending Story. Yeah, I was going to say, and you're watching one of your favorite movies. Yeah, yeah. So. It's funny, actually, how we came to this point. Because like, I was like asking, mm-hmm. like I was going through like a list of movies. And yeah. you're just like, no, I don't have that one. No, I don't have yeah. that one. No, I don't have that one. I'm like, well, he's not going to have a never-ending story. Yeah. And apparently you did. So I was yeah. just like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, let's watch that then. Yeah. And yeah, uh, just just side note. Yeah. It almost was going to be uh, the My Hero movie. That you were yeah, I wouldn't have minded that yeah. one either. That one's fine. Yeah, I was just like, well, it's fine. I had some questions in my head for that one too. Mm. I'm like, well, you know, next time. <laughs> actually, I haven't, I wanted to get, Treasure Planet. Uh, oh, Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet would have been a good one, too. And yeah. But I can't find it like um, in stores or, oh. or, or stuff like that. Because yeah. I've been wanting to get yeah. that one and Atlantis for so long. Oh, yeah. yeah. So long. Yeah, basically I said do you uh, Atlantis was mm-hmm. one of them, Treasure Planet. Yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned King Kong also, but like yeah. the, the 2005 early 2000s, one. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly, uh, mainly because like I just really like the whole like it felt very Indiana Jonesy to me, yeah. and even like as someone who hasn't really seen those movies, I really like that vibe though. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was King Kong, and also Never Ending Story was one of them. Yeah, and uh, this is the one that I had. Yeah, it was oh. the one that I had. So I was just like, all right, let's do that one, because I do mention this movie a lot. Actually. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, so. yeah. And uh, before we get into this episode, uh, tonight we are drinking... Blue Moon! Blue Moon! A favorite of mine. Yeah. It is a tried and true uh, yes. beverage of choice here. It's very nice. And uh, yeah, it's it's really, it's a nice chill day. It is, actually. The window's it's, open. Oh, yeah. The beer is cold. Fresh, fresh air coming through. Yeah. Sitting down on the sofa with beer. This is a very nice sofa. It and is, actually. Yeah. I got some nice uh, birthday drip on. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's true. You got your uh, vacation um, clothes on, like I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got my Akatsuki button up. Yeah. Unbuttoned. <laughs> oh. You know? Because, uh, yeah. Because it's. We're getting real. Uh, it's my birthday! And I'm going to wear whatever the fuck I want on my birthday. Even nothing. Hell, I might just strip right here. <laughs> Rip! <laughs> End of episode. End of episode. <laughs> this is the abruptly ending episode. The abruptly ending <laughs> Abruptly ending story. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, oh, yeah. we forgot to include that in our bit, didn't we? Uh, well, th- there it is. There it is. That was the that was the whole point of the joke. We the whole call introduction. It, we were gonna call it the abruptly ended story because <laughs> <laughs> the dogs came in and shot Artax and yeah. Atrio. <laughs> yeah, the Daleks just coming in. At some point, we'll do a Doctor Who episode. We'll do a Doctor Who episode eventually. Yeah, but not tonight. Tonight's never a new story. So <laughs> you woke up the cats. <laughs> well, it's about time to woke up. They've just been laying around, shitting, doing nothing all day. Yeah, they don't pay rent. They don't pay rent. <laughs> Get, to Get to work. Get to work. Here. Lick my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of polishing. Right. I mean, it's, they can't polish. They can only lick. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess we're going to go into a quick catch-up, bud. Yeah, quick catch-up. Uh, what's up with you? Man, yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> Seen in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 That's a, yeah. Or they're in the ship. Yeah, yeah. What's that button? It's my birthday. And it's like confetti. What does he use this ship for? Oh, you know, he just uses it for orgies and stuff. Don't touch anything. Just don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've basically been uh, doing overtime <laughs> because it's my birthday. Yeah. No, uh, I've actually been doing overtime so I could actually have some cash for the end of the week and properly celebrate my birthday. Yeah. Uh, my birthday's on a Wednesday. This year. Yeah, weekday birthdays are... I mean, it's you know, I mean, it's kind of... It's, it's all right. I mean, like, you got to celebrate it today. Yeah. Technically. And I got to enjoy it as a Friday anyway because I called yeah. for the next couple of days off. So I'm just like, yeah. Yep. And uh, let's see, what what even happened? I mean, what, what did you do on the weekend? Oh, man. So I guess I had some people coming over from Arizona that I was basically entertaining as a guest. Oh, okay. And... And also kind of like on the sadder side of things, like my uh, grandpa died, mm. passed away. Yeah, sorry, man. You know, eh, it's, things happen in life. But, yeah. you know, it was, like, it's, it was just like a lot of talking with family members and, yeah. you know, spending time with them. Yeah. But, you know, still trying to make the most of life. I mean, life goes on. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, there's... We also saw The Batman, you yeah. know, which was actually cheered the me up Batman. a lot. The Batman was a very good film. Definitely yeah, did, recommend. Did you actually, did you like it? Oh, I fucking loved it. Yeah? Yeah, it was yeah. a really good movie. I, yeah. I actually want to go see it again. You know, who, you know who didn't like it? Who? My fiance's dad. Really? He didn't like it. What? You, you know what? You know, you know what his reason for it was? He got hit too many times. He got hit too many times. Well, okay. <laughs> for, for, for me, I was just like, oh, I thought I it mean, was fine. I mean, you know, Batman's still just a guy, so exactly. he's going to get hit a couple times. Well, that, that was my thought process. Like, right. okay, well, this guy's human. He doesn't have a superpower. Wow. But he's just like, yeah, His I don't like it. His superpower is the fact that he's rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was just like, oh, no, you're missing the point, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's a guy yeah. trying to fight for, you and know, And also, this is still like, this like, is still like Batman, like, young into his career, because right. I think he's like two years into his career at that point. Very, yeah, early. He's a very yeah. young Batman. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, shame. I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I liked the vibe of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what was wild? So, you know that act I don't know if you know that actor, um, Colin Farrell. Uh, he's like, uh, he was in the phone booth movie. That was like one of his big things. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Like, uh, like, it's a guy in a phone booth and there's like somebody like threatening to kill him and he's just yeah. like stuck holding. Yeah. Yeah. So that guy, oh, sure. he was yeah. the penguin in that movie. That was that guy, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, because uh, when he I saw. A, he played a really good uh, yeah. penguin. Yeah. Because when I, I saw think. his name show up on the fucking credit list, I was like. That's him? <laughs> oh shit. The 
penguin. He must have mm. been the penguin because like I was like mm. I didn't remember mm. seeing him at all in the movie <laughs> unless I missed him as like a cop or something. I was like, yeah. no, the only one I think he could have been is the penguin because of like he was like he had all those prosthetics on right. Him. So I'm right. just like. Yeah, he had to have been the penguin. And yeah. Well, it makes sense because the penguin is all kind of like weird. Yeah, like, he's kind of uh, like has a weird thing going on. And yeah. Just <laughs> when they had him handcuffed and like waddling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, I was just like, eh, was clever. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I actually thought I actually liked that version of Gotham too. How mm-hmm. they basically made um, the Falcons um, secretly running the whole city. Right. For like what twenty years. I think they were saying a long a while, time. A while, a long time. Like just basically secretly ru- uh, running everything, pulling the strings from behind the scenes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a really good movie. And uh, overall, that's basically my week: just working, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, good times here and there, sad times here and there. Yeah, but another good time here with you, bud. That's good. What Glad you? you can spend the birthday here. Yeah. What about you? Uh, that's about it. <laughs> just the movie <laughs> yep that's it that's it <laughs> yeah like wow. like legit like we went to the movie and we spent our weekend doing homework and mm, yeah. um what else oh actually sunday now that i think about it i don't know why i forgot this sunday since uh me and my fiance were getting married in uh june yeah we actually looked into um cakes and Ooh. desserts on sunday uh, I'm not a cake person. I don't eat cake. So I kind of enjoyed it because I was like, I'll take a few bites. But like everybody else is like, you know, scarfing it down. Oh, this is great. And I'm this just is like, delicious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know. It's too much cake. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I hear you. You know. I, I'll, I'll have like a slice of cake in most parties, but just that's, that's my limit. Yeah. For the most yeah. part. That was kind of me. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, we have like. Three different kinds of cakes and like five different kinds of cupcakes. It's, it's one of those things like, where, oh, like, I, I understand if it's like a cupcake. I, I, could, I could maybe do two, mm. maybe three cupcakes. But maybe, yeah, but yeah. like, yeah. yeah if, if it was more like that sort of like sample size rather than like full slices, yeah, no, I feel you. So, I mean, I'm glad that my fiance she decided on some flavors. Ooh, I'm that, curious. Yeah, that she was like. I would, she, there was a strawberry oh, strawberry's good. one, yeah. which actually, that was the one that I actually kind of liked. Yeah, strawberry's a good one. And a, oh, it was like a, um, uh, what was it, a cappuccino flavor Ooh, chocolate. That's, I like that. Something like that. That uh, sounds awesome. I think okay. those two are the ones that she chose for the cake, so it'll be like a half and half well, kind of thing. Sure, I'll have to take a slice of each now. Yeah, that I sounds think. sounds really good. If I remember, yeah. but... Um, it was, those were pretty good, and there was the cupcakes that had the, the, the same you know yeah, flavors, same too, as well. Oh, so, so you guys are going to have both options? Uh, yeah. As, well, for cupcakes, yes, definitely, because mm-hmm. we're, we're doing, you know, half and half, and, you know, cupcakes, you can always, you know, yeah. it's easier to do that. Yeah. It's also probably better to give to the kids, because the kids probably aren't going to finish. The kids never finish the cake. No. I know no, that. Yeah. Like, they so. never finish the cake. They say they want the cake. They say they're going to eat the whole thing. Yeah. They don't. They're, they're not, no. They they're don't. kids. They're kids. They're kids. They want to. They want to run as soon as they have like the first three <laughs> bites. Like <laughs> yeah, and they're lucky if you even have the three bites. So yeah. right, you can't keep them set in one place. I get that. Anyway, it's but, pretty cool though. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. You know, that that was that was my weekend. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of you know, whatever. 
Um, do you want to go into our first summary of the night? Right. So, our movie begins... With this guy. With, actually, a opening of clouds. True. And we see, or listen, to an individual start singing a very iconic song. (laughs) Which I will now go into detail as to how that song went. There you go. Never-ending story... That's not quite how it was, but... Never-ending story! It's a very good song. It's out. And, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's basically like the first minute of the movie. It's just never-ending story. Yeah, the intro. pretty much. And yeah. uh, we are introduced to uh, Bastion, our protagonist, mm-hmm. who is basically this little uh, boy. Nerd! And, yeah, a nerd, essentially. Yeah. Who is just... You know, we're introduced to his relationship with his dad. His dad's made like, hey, man, I know you're, like, still a kid and all, but I need you to stop daydreaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need you to you're stop only, that. like, nine years old, but, like, I seriously, need, come on. To, I need to cut, I need to keep your head out of your clouds, <laughs> yeah. man. Stop reading those stupid, like, fantasy I books. I need you to become an adult. <laughs> yeah. He's, pretty, like, pretty he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like doing that whole, like, thing with the egg and, like, putting it in a blender and making, like, a protein drink yeah. first thing in the morning. And he's just like the kid's just like man, I can't believe he's in my life. <laughs> yeah. Are you um, serious, man? Like yeah, I, I got I got dreams. Yeah, I got dreams. I got visions. I got things I want to do. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, he's basically uh, it's just him and his dad. Uh, their mom's not around anymore, and uh, he's on his way to school one day. Well, on this movie, he's yeah. on his way to school, and then we have bullies. Yeah, just basically start chasing them all up and down the road. Look, it's the nerd. They start, yeah, le- legit. They start like throwing them up into like the trash bin, and then like as soon yeah. as he tries to get out of the trash bin to just go about his day and go to school, they're like, "Hey, what are you doing out of that trash can? Get back in there!" <laughs> Throw him right, and he's like, "No, not again!" And then they yeah. start running away, hiding the side of a bookseller. Bookseller goes and is like, "Hey, we don't want kids here. All you kids care about is video games and yep. stuff like that." This is a movie in the 80s, by the way. <laughs> Damn whippersnappers, yeah. all care about them so mind video, you, video games and movies. Yeah, all they care about is the, those things that go biddy beep beep beeps. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's actually yeah. a lot he says. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have we have these old ancient relics called books. They have <laughs> words and pages on them. They don't have anything here that goes biddy beep beep beep. Yep. And <laughs> the <laughs> kid's like, oh man, I've, I've read all sorts of books. Like, yeah, I read all sorts of books. I read this book. I, I think Lord they actually of the mentioned, Rings, yeah. Yeah. They mentioned Lord of the Rings in here. <laughs> I was like, oh. Does, yeah. Yeah, he's a straight-up nerd. He's I like, was like nine years old, and you're reading Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Man, yeah, okay. Like, Damn, I wasn't even reading Lord of the Rings back then. Even me, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, this kid's a real nerd. Not like us. <laughs> True. Back when being a nerd used to mean something. Yeah, back in yeah. The day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, he sees what this bookseller is reading, and it's this strange, uh, ominous it's a tome. Uh, tome. And books always think I'm about all these things. They're like, oh, so you read all these books, right? And you think you're like Aragorn, or you think you're like Captain Nemo or Tarzan, yeah. and you like become those characters, right? He's like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I read the books for. He's like, yeah, but with this book, you become a little boy again, mm-hmm. and you have to face all that same shit that they have to deal with as a little boy. Yeah. And he's just like, that's weird, dude. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? What's this book about? And he's like, well, this book isn't for little kids. I, yeah. It's an adult book. 
And then guy gets like a uh, phone call. He's uh, just like, oh, yeah. hey, yeah, let me go see this yeah. thing. Just leaves the book Distract covering it, it with, yeah. like literally leaves the book right in front of the kid and just <laughs> covers it up with a newspaper. Yeah. Like that's going to stop a little curious kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, the 80s. <laughs> but um, yeah, as yeah. soon as he like finishes his conversation over the phone, the kid literally bounces with the book, yeah. leaves a notes. He's like, look, sorry I took your book. I promise you I'll bring it back because he's still like a good kid. Right. Mm-hmm. Runs over to school. He's late. Everybody's yeah. doing like a pop quiz. And he's just like, well, I'm not about to deal with that bullshit. Goes upstairs into the attic part of the school, starts reading the book, and then we see all the strange um, Jim Henson puppetry. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's Jim Henson. It has it, to it, have been. It's a strong It's such vibe. a strong Jim Henson vibe with like all the creatures and prosthetics and all the. Yeah. Just the vibe of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a very we, 80s movie. Yeah, it's a very yeah, yeah. It's very eighties movie. <laughs> wow, it definitely encapsulates that time. <laughs> yeah, it. and um, uh, God, where was I going? Basically, uh, as the kids reading the book, we see what this book's about. This land of Fantasia, and we see this like rock biter, this large mountain type man. Yeah, literally just a mountain that can walk and talk and like he's like oh look at this tasty rock yeah he's this just, limestone he's just, yeah, rock yeah he's just <laughs> and then he like tells like the creatures like the nothing is coming yeah the nothing is coming and then like there's like used to be a hole and a hole would have been something yeah. but in the lake there used to be a lake yeah. but then there was just a nothing nothing and everybody's mm-hmm. like what do you mean nothing like, like a hole like nothing <laughs> no there's like straight up just nothing there like yeah. it's gone and so they're like, well, the same thing's happening over to me in the in the West. And it's like, oh, yes, it's happening to us over there in the East also. They're like, what? So it's happening everywhere. Yeah. Well, we got to go, like, see what's going on. And like, yeah, we got to talk to the princess. We got we got, we got, to do something. Yeah. Like, all right, guys, let's go. First one over there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Race. Yeah, it's yeah. a race. And, Mario uh, Kart. Yeah. Fantasia. Yo, legit. <laughs> That could have been an interesting marker. Because yeah, yeah. you have like this guy on this racing snail that goes yeah. like 60 miles yeah, an hour. Like, you got a guy on the yeah, bat. You have a guy flying on a bat who's like just sleeping the entire way over there, but is yeah. still able to like not crash. Mm. And uh, we also have this mountain guy on that, a on bike, a, on yeah. a Fred Flintstone type bike. That like rolls over it everything. Just, it's a steamroller yeah. type motorcycle uh, a quad sure. it's just two rollers yeah <laughs> but yeah uh yeah and that's that's basically where we're at we're just arriving there at the uh the Gandalf? princess's uh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just kidding. at the princess's uh castle yeah. or palace yeah yeah the palace yeah. yeah where we get that epic you know synth wave uh music <laughs> <going>. <laughs> yeah yeah i told you it's a very 80s, it's a very movie. 80s film that's what i love about it <laughs> Oh, is that a, is that a is that a Dementor or a Ringwraith? Man, that could have been anything. It could have been a Ringwraith. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll tell you later yeah. in the facts actually something mm-hmm. about this. Uh, but yeah, that's that's scene. that's basically where we're at in, this, in the movie. That's my summary. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're up to date in yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah, I really love this film, and I know this movie. They have like borderline. The they have borderline <laughs> Skeksis. Yeah. Just in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Well, it is a fantasy like. <laughs> yeah. The world whole, that's yeah. supposed to have all of fantasy. The whole beings. idea of Fantasia—it's basically like the place of human dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just where all like the fantastical ideas uh, live. Yeah, that's what Fantasia is. Right, it's like the place any, of fantasy. I was gonna say like any like fictional thing. Yeah, it's probably there. 
Yeah, it's in Fantasia. Right, yeah. yeah. And now this nothing is creeping up in Fantasia, just erasing Ir yeah. everything, essentially. It's kind of like, it's like, it's like, it's like erasing characters from, like, stories. It's erasing characters, it's erasing the locations, like it's erasing, history. like, everything. Yeah. It's very, like, the nothing to me is very um, Lovecraftian in nature, where it's not like, mm. it's just like this force of, like, malevolent, destruction like mm -hmm. it doesn't compromise it doesn't yeah negotiate it it just does what it sets out to do and then it's just to leave nothing behind. it has like one mindset yeah pretty much it, it only just, has one just thing. to destroy and, and it doesn't yeah. even have like a specific form because it's just seen as this like storm just rolling in and like literally uprooting trees like yeah. earth and sky and thunder and it's just like everything is just being like taken away and just erased bit by bit as it's just going through the land of Fantasia. Yeah. Yeah. So it has like a very like Lovecraftian like otherworldly terror. Because they don't even know what the hell the nothing is. It's just, no, yeah. they just call it the nothing. It's a mystery. That's yeah. literally all it does. It leaves nothing behind. Which is pretty scary. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't get caught there. <laughs> no. Get the fuck out of there. Get, get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of like what yeah. it is. Um, so I guess we can go into our next uh, segment of the UFO. Oh, man, yeah. You remember what that stands for? So, yeah, uh, Ultimate First Origin. Yeah! Uh, yeah, you got yeah. it. I got it. I got yeah! You got it, yeah! Unlimited <laughs> power! <laughs> <laughs> you got it right on your birthday. There I you did go. it. I did it. You did it. Yep. You done did it. All right, well, that's it, guys. Uh, that, that's end of the, the episode. episode. <laughs> right, so yeah, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, so, I guess I'll go first. I have seen this movie since I was but a boy. When <laughs> such I was a wee about, lad. Such a wee lad at the tender age of nine years old. Wow, nine years uh, old. Probably. Yeah, yeah I was you very need, young. I was watching need, this movie. Sorry, do you need another moon? I will take another moon. I will too. Okay. Yes. Keep talking. All right, pull them down. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the moons, dog. <laughs> nah, uh... Yeah, I, I saw this movie when I was very young. Um, it was one of those things where uh, I actually remember owning the VHS tape for this. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's the Moonstock. <laughs> uh, the VHS tapes uh, for this movie, um, I even remember, like, I don't know. It was just one of those things that we watched a lot as uh, family. I don't even know if I'm done with this. Oh. I have a little bit left in there. Okay. But thank you. Mm. Chug it, chug it. Chug it. I'm talking oh. now. I'm talking. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Uh, yeah, I must have been like eight or nine years old when I mm. first saw this movie. Okay. It was very young. It was one of the first introductions to fantasy I ever got as a kid. Mm. It's very. It's if if it's not the very first, it's one of the very first. Really? For me, if because it was it was between this and Disney movies. Yeah. You know. Mm, yeah. So I feel like this was definitely one of the more li first live action ones, probably. I could probably see that. You know? Mm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to have been nine years old, and we were watching this movie, like, all the time. Mm. Yeah, that's why I remember it so well. Well, there probably wasn't, like, a whole lot of, like, deep fantasy 80s movies. Especially in the 80s, no. Yeah, like, not 80s, no. I mean, you, you had things of, like, that sort of medieval nature, sure. Medieval, sure, but not, like, super, like, super fantasy. fantasy. This is, like, fantasy on, like, 11. Yeah. To yeah. me, especially. Yeah. And, like, as a kid, too, when you're watching this, because you're seeing all these strange 
creatures and figures and like um this is before i even knew much about jim henson mm, I just, yeah. the most i knew about jim henson is like probably the muppets, the muppets yeah. and like sesame street type shit yeah you know especially at that age mm -hmm. um and you're seeing like all these like strange like bird-like folk these people who are like share faces these large headed stone people these huge yeah. mountain men yeah like it just gets so out there and what i really liked and stood out to me as a kid was all the different like transitions between the lands of fantasia you mm -hmm. just see like all these strange locations that are just like so much going on as a kid it really just made your imagination just go mm. wild especially in mine i and, would uh, uh yeah. sorry a little side note go is ahead. that like uh, this movie uh, where we're at is like when um, he's reading the book yes and he's getting so invested in this mm. book and he, you know is going from front you know cover and he's like checking out the symbol of the yeah, R right, and like, oh, I'm just like, about the R and he's like wait a minute uh, for me like when I first read um, Lord of the Rings and I was getting so into it. I'm yeah. just like, this is the vibe that I get. Yeah, I feel like what, this, this movie uh, does that really well. Where, I was reading you know, it. I'm like going, you know, oh, this is where it's at in the map. Yeah. This is what the yeah, elvish yeah, yeah. looks Especially like. Especially with like, books like, that have oh, maps and stuff. God. Yeah. And like Narnia too. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, this movie does uh, a really good job of like capturing that, that so, vibe. So like with for you, yeah. capturing the, the first fantasy vibe that yeah. for movies this, especially. This movie is a hell of a way to do it because it also yeah. was one of like my bigger fears started here of like this like strange one. The nothing was terrifying to me. Sure, And yeah. so was this uh, servant wolf. of the nothing, the wolf, yeah. which is really funny to me now that I've really liked wolves. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny actually. Because, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hey, people are attracted to the things they fear, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you really like ghosts. Are you, would you say you're scared um, of ghosts? Um, if they're like malevolent, I don't want. Uh, well, I guess I'm not like afraid of it. I'm I'm afraid right. of being possessed. Right. But I know that like, um, like if I surround myself with like positivity. Right. And I know this is kind of like a sidetracked here. Because yeah, this Go this goes into the supernatural, but yeah. like. Some people might believe it, might not. But if you surround yourself with positivity, then, you know, dark forces and paranormal things don't really get to you uh -huh. as much because paranormal, especially like, like malevolent spirits, yeah. feed off of that negativity, uh, hatred, all that stuff like that. Mm. So, like, sure, I might surround myself with, like, coffins and gothic decor, but, like, but I don't... you also have me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's a big positive factor <laughs> yeah. for you right there, buddy. <laughs> and, like, but the thing is, too, I don't, like, here's the, I don't know. My vibe is kind of tricky because I like gothic stuff. Yeah. But I also don't really like satanic stuff. Uh-huh. So, like, I don't go out and, like, or I, I, I don't go out and, like, buy, like, like a, like a, a wall decor of a huge pentagram or something like that. Right. Hanging on my wall. I don't do that because I know that that's what... You know, like, malevolent spirits are attracted to all mm -hmm. that, you know, like, negativity and darkness. Instead, yeah. I, like, put up a raven or a coffin or candelabras. Yeah, like, gothic things. Yeah, I mean, it's Which not... gothic isn't necessarily satanic. No, it's, no. It's more of a aesthetic. Yeah, so, I mean, like... Yeah, I guess I'm not really scared yeah, I guess, of it. I guess, I, guess, just... I guess scared, like, we're, like, I don't know. Like, you're definitely interested in, like, the supernatural, I guess. Yeah. 
And like, I'm scared of the deep ocean. That's what I'm scared that's, of. That's, actually, that's, that's, that's very scary. That is my, <laughs> that is my that, that is a fear. valid fear because we don't know shit about our oceans, really. Exactly. <laughs> and I hate yeah. how deep and it I is. And I guess that's kind of like where that fear for me too fear. started to. Yeah. <laughs> a fear of the nothing too. Like this thing that just True. is such a larger, like you can't really understand it. Because there's just, it's just nothing. It's just this larger, nobody really knows much about it. And it's just erasing everything. And if you think about it, if we keep on fucking up our planet more mm-hmm. and the, the world just gets flooded, it's just oceans all around, man. I don't know if you've ever seen Waterworld, that movie. No. It's with Kevin Costner. It's basically oh. like a what if um, the world is just water and everybody's just living on boats. Yep. No <laughs> thanks. And people, like some people have just it's basically like mad max but water (laughs) (laughs) oh interesting and some people can like have like mutated to like adapt more to the water. they have like uh the uh the skin is just like more like easier to swim with yeah like those like uh that thing between the fingers you know and the feet like when like uh it's easier to like that little space of skin between your fingers yeah you know what i mean Uh, right there's a word for it i forgot the word for it i I know that i know what you mean yeah but it just makes it easier for you to swim there's like some people like mutated well it's kind of like the thing with uh frogs the thing that they have in between there yeah i I forgot what the word for it is. yeah i I know that there's like a specific i've had too many beers to remember (laughs) yeah well me too yeah (laughs) um but yeah uh that's my ufo Essentially, all it was right. like eight or nine. A while ago. Yeah. Would you say it's clear? Pretty clear. Pretty clear. Oh yeah. 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 I I remember like the different apartments I was in. Oh. <laughs> watching this movie. <laughs> like we moved around a lot, <laughs> but we always had the movies with us, and movies were kind of like how I learned how to yeah. speak English. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was in a mainly Spanish-speaking house, and. Uh, that was I, the way you learned yeah. English. Well, that was one of the easier ways for me to learn English, and then school eventually. You know. So I guess it's the combination of school and movies. Yeah. Oh, this is like the nice, the nice, the nicer part of the movie, right? Yeah, this is uh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go into a summary. Yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go back to our UFO, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I did talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, this is that scene in the movie that always gets me. Yeah. Because they, so basically, Atreyu has set off on his journey, right? Yep. And he is crossing all the lands of Fantasia. We have an awesome montage of the different lands True. and locations. There's like a bunch of like out of this world like places that he's traveling to. And uh, they need to cross the swamps of sadness where if you get sad and mm-hmm. depressed, you slowly sink to your death. And it's a pretty depressing location. So Atreyu and Artex, his horse, are just yeah. like walking through the swamp. And motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Okay. Okay. So, Artex and uh, Atreyu. You're not are... crying. <laughs> You're crying. Yeah, this is yeah, raining. Yeah. Yeah. This is what a grown man crying looks like. <laughs> you can't see it, but yeah, he can. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Artex is just sad, man, and he just starts sinking. And Atreus is like, "Hey, man, you why okay? are you so sad? Why are you sad? Hey, let's we, we can do this. You got we we buds, we yeah. friends for life, we homies. It even makes <laughs> it even makes uh, Bastion, Bastion cry. Because yeah, this is some depressing ass shit, man. This is like yeah. 
your best bud just dies right in front of you. You're like, oh, he, he just was loses, sad. He just lo- this is fucking Sam watching Frodo just kill himself. Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like, or I guess Frodo watching Sam kill himself. It's uh, it'd be more like Sam watching Frodo. Yeah. You think? Oh. I've, I've, if it was like a comparison like that, it's mm. like when Sam sees Frodo being like, the ring is mine, and then True. he like gets. But, you know, but I feel like since it's a Treyu, though, it would basically be like a Frodo. Watch- yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, like, it would it'd probably... be like it'd be like if 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 uh, Mary was watching Pippin die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. more yeah. accurate comparison. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. All right. But yeah, uh, basically, our text just sinks into the swamp, and he's, Atreyu... he's a dead horse. <laughs> yeah, he's a dead horse. And, uh, yeah, Treyu and Bastion are, like, in their fields, and I'm in my fields, and, yeah, it's a sad scene. That still gets me. Yeah. That uh, still gets me. And, uh, yeah, Treyu's trying to find the Ancient One who lives in the Swamps of Sadness, who might know... It's Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's basically Yoda. <laughs> um, who might know where to find, like, the... Uh, what the princess needs to save, like, uh, to not die and fight back the nothing and save Fantasia. Yeah. Which is what Atreyu is trying to figure out. That's his quest. He has no weapons. He has to save the world against the Skeksis. He is basically a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. And it's just him, his horse. His horse, his horse literally just died. <laughs> yeah, so now it's just him. Because he is a kid. And yeah. if you're in a story, you become the kid. If yeah. you are according, a kid. <laughs> according to the never-ending story, yeah. Yeah. Which I guess, I guess Bas- like the kid reading Bastion, mm-hmm. I guess he's like a big like Atreyu fan because Atreyu yeah. is the one who gets sent as a kid because apparently Atreyu was actually like a warrior. Like a warrior, yeah. Like a full-grown man. Atreyu but, the but warrior, since, but like because it's a never-ending story, he becomes a kid. Yeah, but well, yeah, as I was gonna say, since yeah. he's the reader as a kid, Atreyu mm-hmm. becomes the kid, mm-hmm. pretty much. But yeah, that's that's our summary. Yeah. So your UFO, <laughs> my <real> UFO. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep I try to keep it short. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I yeah. know that you kind of have like a a lot. Yeah, a say. personal connection to yeah, it. That's yeah. why I'm like I'm gonna let you go first. Appreciate it's your birthday. It's, so. it's my birthday. This is my motherfucking show today. Whoa! It's just like in uh, Avatar. Yeah, the dragon turtles. Yep, dragon <laughs> Wait, turtle. Lion turtle. My bad. Oh, D&D. Yeah, yeah. D and D. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. They're turtles. <laughs> anyway, uh, my UFO was like um, last year or whenever you showed yeah, it. Yeah, when to I first showed this to you and uh, and my fiance. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I I had seen it um, in stores and stuff and like. For me, it was just like, oh, it just kind of looks like, you know, any of those, you know, 80s movies yeah. that was made back then. I was like, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's definitely... I kind of passed over it, it. It really is like a hidden gem, to be honest. I don't, True, Like, yeah. not a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, because then, um, I think it was last year where yeah. we pretty much, uh, there was some people over at my fiance's place, and we we didn't really like to be around them, so we were like, hey, let's just go watch a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so... The, and I'm just like, hey, guys. Have you, you ever guys, seen this? Uh, have you ever seen this movie before? And we're just like, we have no idea what it's about. So like, oh, like, well, you like The Dark Crystal, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'll like this. You'll yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, well, if it's like Dark Crystal, and if it's like, you know, weird like Dark Crystal, yeah. I'm going to like it. Yeah. So, and then my fiance, she's just like, well, I like Dark Crystal too, so let's give it a shot, pretty yeah. much. And I so, was like, yes, yeah. the fools yeah. don't know. <laughs> 
But I actually, I, I do like the vibe because I kind of like these obscure, weird movies. Yeah. Like uh, the whole like puppetry and like the 80s vibe because, I mean, Dark Crystal was made in yeah. late 80s. Yeah. I think. I think this movie was also in the late 80s. I think so. Yeah. It was when fantasy was getting kind of. Starting to become more starting popular. To become, yeah. 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 But, um. It's kind of like I, the first the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, I, I like this movie. <laughs> yeah. As soon as actually, as soon as the stone giant came in and started eating rocks, I'm like, yes, this, this is my this is my movie. This is the movie. This I was is this is see. this is the vibe that I like. <laughs> this is yes. Yeah, yeah. And then I there's like, like a yeah. giant bad, and there's like a, a snail that's like, just yeah. going sixty miles per hour for no and reason. Then, and then there was like instead of like the Council of Elrond, or yeah, Council of Elrond, it's like the Council of Fantasia. Yeah, just like all these strange all individuals these... that live throughout Fantasia. And I'm just like, this reminds me so much of Star Wars of yeah. in episode four when they're in uh, the cantina. Yeah. And they're and they show all these different aliens. I'm yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. totally like this. It, it basically know? shows shows you the vibe of the world of Fantasia where it's just yeah. like all these strange like creatures it, yeah. and individuals living there. Yeah. That are faced with this threat of like their world being destroyed, right? Which yeah. is like, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, okay, well, I, same thing with kind of like what you said with the nothing. Yeah. it's very, it's a very big force that you think is impossible to yeah. to stop. But because, you can't like, fight it. Exactly, you yeah. can't fight it because all it does is like it takes over yeah. just entire like lands and leaves nothing behind. Yeah. That's why it's the nothing. So yeah. I'm like, wow, this is actually like a, a really cool. It's not really an enemy, but it's also like a force. It's that just a you're force of nature. Yeah. yeah, that you're trying to somehow survive it. Which is yeah. super difficult to try to like wrap your mind around. Like, how do yeah. you defeat uh, like a force of nature? Like, yeah. how do you? Uh, yeah. I don't know. How do you stop the tsunami from hitting your? Yeah, pretty, yeah, <laughs> no, pretty much. Like any natural disaster, right. how are you gonna stop yeah. that? And like, it really is a what? disaster movie if you think about it. Yeah, a very yeah. over the top fantasy disaster. Yeah, movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was like the overall like vibes I got from it yeah. uh, the first time that I watched it so uh -huh. I was like oh yeah it's just, this is good so and then I think I watched it um, earlier this year as well and just then, on your own just on my own and mm -hmm. then now tonight so yeah so you've seen it like a total of three times yeah three times yeah <laughs> so you got a pretty clear well, picture <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's very clear yeah. for me so like I am like taking a selfie as I'm being abducted and you can see like the little alien dudes behind they're like hey you like, hey. <laughs> you are being abducted right now <laughs> I am letting you know that you are being abducted prepare yourself prepare to be abducted yeah. <laughs> for you are being abducted right now for 24 dollars oh god yeah well there goes my life. Yeah. Do you guys watch Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's aliens there. Do you yeah. watch Star Trek? I mean, I'll watch like that Doctor too. Doctor Who? We love that guy. <laughs> the guy with the TARDIS? Yeah. It's yeah, a great that, show. We love that show. We love that show. It's one of the best things your fucking have made. <laughs> yeah. I really wish that aliens talked like that. <laughs> Especially in like the super serious alien movies where everybody's like super afraid of them. Like, oh God. They're just like, don't worry, Earth things. We like, are not here to harm you. Or like a predator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That would be funny, actually. Yeah, that would be funny as well. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, you got a pretty clear... <laughs> it's pretty clear, yeah, yes. Well, 
Because I was the one that introduced you to this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you want to go into uh, another summary here? Right. So, uh, Atreyu has gone to speak with... Ooh, oh, oh, all right. Beer. Uh, <laughs> he went to speak with beer. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's that would have been interesting. Yeah, it's the 80s, man. Anything goes. <laughs> uh, Atreya went to go speak with the Ancient One. Yes. And basically asked her the question of, like, how do I stop the nothing from destroying What is the meaning of life? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Nothing. That's what I'm trying to run away life. from. <laughs> and life is nothing. <laughs> mm. No, he's basically asking, like, okay, how do I stop Fantasia from being destroyed by the nothing? He's like, look, you need to find the edge of Fantasia. Yeah. That's the only way you can get there. They're like, well, how do I get to the edge of Fantasia? How far is he? He's like 10,000 miles away. He's yeah. like, my horse just died. Yeah. How it's am I supposed so far to... away. How the hell am I going to get there? And he's like, well, I guess you're not going to be able to, man. It doesn't <laughs> matter to us if the world is destroyed or not. We're literally been living here for so long. We just don't care anymore. Like, we don't care. Yeah, uh, the Ancient One speaks in, like, we's. Yeah. Like, they, like, they just talk to themselves constantly. Yeah. They just live in their own world. And, uh, yeah, as Atreyu is just, like, trying to slowly make the hopeless trek, like, trek through the swamps of sadness, trying to find the edge of Fantasia, which is conceptually, like, what is the edge of fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, he doesn't realize that. He's just like, oh, okay, so it's like any other land border. Like he I just have to can... find yeah. the edge of Fantasia. Yeah. Because to him, like, Fantasia is just a world. And, like, there's, like, or a land. He can find some sort of edge to it. So as he's, like, making his hopeless trek through the swamps, it's slowly sinking, slowly losing hope, and slowly giving into, like, his depression. Yeah. Uh, and hopelessness. Uh, he is being hunted down by Gmork, the servant of the nothing, and a big bad wolf. <laughs> big bad wolf. Yeah. That's actually a, a good description. Pretty much he is the big bad wolf. <laughs> yeah. And he, he huffs and he puffs and he... He used to terrify me as a kid, too, because uh, he is just, like, seen in these, like, quick instances and first-person views of him just, like... Very fast. Very quickly, just, like, doggedly, houndedly... Yeah. Going after Atreyu to put a stop to his quest mm -hmm. and uh, almost reaches Atreyu in the Swamps of Sadness until basically a Deus Ex Machina happens and Atreyu is saved by a flying figure. A, a dragon! Dragon! That kind looks of. Very much like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Falcor, the luck dragon, and he is saved and carried out of the Swamps of Sadness into yep. safety. And that's I where love we're at. Dragon. Yes. Yeah, and that's where we're at. Uh, there we go. Has just interacted with Falcor for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, interesting. <laughs> at Falcor, first, at first, Fal Falcor is an interesting design. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah, why I'm like, is that a dragon? The first time I watched it, I was like, what? I know. It I know. It flies like a dragon, but its face it is a has, dog. It looks. It has the head of a dog, but its body is a dragon. Yeah, that's all. I was like, it's weird. Mm. And it calls itself a dragon. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, just. I weird. think the ears really got to me too. It, I, I feel like, like it really is the the ears. Yeah, the ears are the thing that really make it look like a dog. Like, if it had different ears, maybe 
If it had horns? Maybe, like, well, yeah, that yeah. too. Instead but, of ears? Yeah. I know. I yeah. don't know. It's There's a lot of things. It's a, it's so. a weird design, but I'm just like, all right, sure. Yeah, it's whatever. a luck dragon. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. It's fantasy. It's fantasy. <laughs> it's Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs> Anything goes in Fantasia. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so now we'll actually go into our uh, fantastic facts. 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 Uh, this time I actually got the sort. Oh, actually, fantastic facts and where to find them. There yes. you go. We can find them where we found them on Screen Rant this time yeah. instead of the IMDb. IMDb's. That was our usual source, but I found this one on Screen Rant. So. All right. That's I mean, they're they're they're, they're pretty much my yeah. second choice. So. Yeah. Not bad. Um. So um, kind of like sort of toward the beginning where uh, Atriu is in the council. Uh, yes. Where they're like, oh, like you need to find the uh, the edge of Fantasia and you yeah. know all that stuff. You need to take this quest and try to, you know. Yeah. Um, save us essentially. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, since um, the, that scene is a like a representation of like various fantasy characters. Uh-huh. Uh Some other characters were also included in the crowd. Uh, apparently, E.T. was in there. Oh, that makes sense. And also Chewbacca, some <laughs> some Ewoks, Yoda, and C three PO. Oh my god! Okay, okay. Yeah. So clearly, this is after the success of Star Wars. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess if you look close, uh, those guys are there in the crowd. Wow. You know what? I haven't looked closely in that scene, so I probably did miss a lot of that. You know, right, I might I have even caught that too at some point, but I didn't think much of it as a kid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. At the time, probably not. But <laughs> probably not. I don't know. So next time we watch it, I guess we better look for it. Yeah. So. Maybe with a few less beers in our yeah. <laughs> in that's, our blood. <laughs> yeah. That's that's probably because I didn't catch yeah. that at all when I was talking. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So all that's right. interesting. Uh, so that's fact number one. Fact number two. Um, the author. Of the book, um, Michael End, End with an E at the end. So I don't know if it's Endy or End. 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 Apparently, Michael End absolutely hated the movie. That was wild to me. I had no idea that he didn't <laughs> like this movie. <laughs> it says here that um, End was, I'll just say End. And yes. was incredibly vocal about how much he hated the movie, uh-huh. even going so far as to have his own name removed from the opening credits. The filmmakers did throw his name into the end credits, though it's like super small. Yeah. And that this is wild. End became uh, became end began a campaign to have the production of the film shut down wow. due to how much it was changed from his own original story. Oh, okay. Okay. I uh, see. He okay. even asked what they changed the title of the film and went so far as to sue the producers when they refused to mute when they refused wow. to meet his demands. I feel like I really need to read this book now. <laughs> and he he lost the the lawsuit. So Wow. That's why it was a never ending story. Uh-huh. That's wild. I had no idea. I had no idea. I mean, I heard of it being an actual book. I didn't realize it was like uh, the the author itself didn't really he, like he the movie. He hated it. Apparently, he hated it. Apparently. Yeah. So now this just makes me curious to read the actual book and see like right. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
But the the first time I read that fact too, I was just like, oh, I wonder what like the the book was the like the rest of the book. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how much did it change? Because I do know that like uh, apparently technic uh, technically this movie is only like part of that story, not the full book. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like they only covered like half. Yeah. Of the story, I was like, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah. just half. Like, know, I'm like, there was a lot going on there for it to just be half. Like, that's why I was like, that, that must be a long story then. What's well, the never it's a never ending, ending story? story. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of to go into into that right. thing. Right. Um, so there were two scenes that um, never actually made it to screen. Uh huh. Um, both of them included um, Falcor, actually. Oh, really? Um, so the first was a scene with Falcor, which involved Atreyu rescuing the Luck Dragon uh -huh. from. Igrimul the Many. This monster was a shape-shifting beast that took the form of a giant poisonous wasp, which uh, coalesced into a giant spider. The special mm. effects um, at the time were inadequate to make the scene. So, oh, wow. Pretty much like in the story, that's I guess that's what happened. Okay. And then in another scene also... Well, they could have just oh, done like the whole... like. Uh, Godzilla type shit and just having some guys <laughs> yeah. in suits. <laughs> yeah, but like, right, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think that would have really worked out with like Falcor's no, body probably, design. No, with, yeah, right. Because yeah. uh, uh, then you just have like a guy, like Falcor just stands up like Godzilla for no reason. Yeah, yeah it's just like, uh, yeah. what? That doesn't, like, what? what <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, so I, that was interesting. I can understand, like, yeah, it's, there's some things you can do and some things you just can't. Right. Which, considering what they were able to do for this film, very impressive. Right, Honestly. Yeah. yeah. But wow, I had no idea about that. Yeah. So and that's one scene that they didn't want? What's the other one? And another scene also included Falcor and had an encounter with wild giants. Ooh. The creatures were meant to be made out of clouds. Oh. But they were constantly shrinking as a result of the nothing's growth. Uh -huh. um, this scene was also impossible due to the lack of special effects. At the time, yeah. 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 Which is, ah, oh, man, I would love to see that because, like, of the, the... I like that concept of the nothing growing. Yeah. Because it's so... It's just enveloping it's just, yeah. everything. And then, like, the, the, yeah. the cloud giants becoming lesser because... Then nothing's growing so mm -hmm. much. I was like, ah, that's yeah. so cool. I love that. That's interesting. That would have been a cool visual to see. It's basically like mm -hmm. a visual re representation of Fantasia 2 as a whole because these cloud giants are just mm -hmm. slowly fading away. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so I, I thought that was that was pretty cool. That would have been really cool, too. Yeah. yeah. That would have been nice to see. Yeah, so. eh, well, I mean, hey, I still got an enjoyable film. Out of what it. do you say? What do you do? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll do one last fact. Fact. Give me. So, give me. at the, I'll say this say is kind of like a... Give me the fact. Quote, unquote, spoiler. Let me get it. You want to do a spoiler? Give me the fact. Okay. I'm ready for it. So. 26 years old. <laughs> I'm ready. If it said, so it. this is quote. Right now. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm Let me get it. it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> 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 all right so at the very end you wonder what bastion screams the name out for the uh you know the name of oh the, the name of, of the, the childlike princess childlike right uh there's been a lot of debate 
regarding this mm. of what he yells out. Yeah. But because of the book, yeah. we actually know the answer. Yeah, the actual. Do you know the answer? I might have forgotten, actually. I think I did know at one point. Begins with an M. Yeah, it's Mal something. It's a weird name. No, it's not a common name. Um, Moonchild. There it is. Yep. Moonchild. So apparently that's the saving name of Fantasia. Yeah, that's that's what the childlike prince According, a, a, a new name. Yeah, according to the book, uh, yeah. that's, yeah. It was Moonchild. It's Moonchild. Like, that's, that's all it was. Yeah, like all we needed to do is have you give her a name. Yeah. And you chose Moonchild. Well, I think... <laughs> sorry. Kitty interference here. Uh, Toby wants some good scratches. He just wants that love and affection. <laughs> I think you done the, you did that same thing on another episode. I've <laughs> like done it early, a couple but... of times, actually. <laughs> yeah. Love. Yeah. So. Love. Actually, apparently... L-O-V-E and affection. <laughs> you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Um, <laughs> apparently, um, the author also didn't like that the statues of the Sphinx yes. had giant titties. <laughs> so yeah, boobs. Yeah, Many that was that was one thing yeah. that he really didn't like mm -hmm. is that this is supposed to be like a kid going through, and now he's just like staring at like staring up at some two, two, <laughs> two big melons on, right. uh, on a sphinx yeah so to be like, honest i didn't really think about it as much as a kid right yeah it's like you're just like oh what are these sphinx what are these things like, yeah right, right. <laughs> and then you, you didn't have then a you concept start, you yeah. didn't have a concept for boobs at nine <laughs> right exactly and then you get old and you're like wow they included this in a kid film right like what and you're just like Are those are those boobs? <laughs> is that what they look like? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, I don't know. They, they have boobs. <laughs> is that possible? Are they, are they, are they girls? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was another like, uh, like, thing that the author just didn't like. I'm honestly surprised they made. Well, given that it's the '80s, yeah. they're probably a little bit just like, hey, yeah, this is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the 80s. I don't like, they know. They didn't really think about it. It was like, yeah, they have boobs. Yeah. They just right. have boobs. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so. the Sphinxes. That was actually a really scary scene, also for me, um, of that knight trying to cross the Sphinxes and then just being basically like fried. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because out of their eyes, they shoot, like, lasers. Lasers. Freaking laser beams. Freaking laser beams from their... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then you just see, like, Atreyu, Atreyu just, like, slowly... And you really feel like Atreyu in that moment. Because, like... Yeah. Basically, uh, the uh, researcher um, is saying, like, yeah, nobody's been able to cross this gate for, for however long. Yeah. Like, ever since I've started, like, researching this, nobody's been able to cross this gate. And, or like uh, near next to nobody because there's like some people who have been able to find the second gate, which is like the worst one apparently. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, and we see Atreyu uh, slowly like make his way up to this knight who thought was going to be able to cross, but he is basically deep fried, and we see what happened underneath <laughs> that mass or helmet. The his. helmet, yeah. And yeah, he is just fried like a motherfucker. Yep. That shit was scary as a kid. 
I yeah. have never seen a human body like that like, before. Totally like at, crisp. At, at such yeah. a young age. And I was just like, wow. So that's bad. <laughs> that's 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 really bad. Yeah. You gotta run, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know, obviously. Now he's not, in Obviously, hall. you know, obviously I wasn't saying that as a kid, but Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. close enough. It was basically what I was saying. <laughs> as a kid. Mother trucker. Yeah. Man. Run a train, you rat! <laughs> run! 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 <laughs> And yeah, uh, what if what if Obi Wan Kenobi just showed up? Luke, <laughs> Luke, you must go to the Dagobah system. <laughs> I'm a Treyu. Who's Luke? Oh, uh, but, uh, wrong. Sorry, wrong, wrong realm universe. <laughs> may Was the it? force be with you. May the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Wampa appears. <laughs> oh crap maybe it crap, was crap, maybe it was <laughs> sorry kid maybe a trade just looks like 10 feet to the left and yeah. it's just luke fighting a wampa. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's running away from a wampa yeah yeah luke's just like run kid he's just yeah yeah, yeah. that's wild <laughs> anyway <laughs> Yeah, Fantasia, yeah cause, cause Fantasia would be the place to see weird it shit. Would, it would be, actually. Because yeah. right now we're actually at the point where Ichiru has to go through the mirror gate where he has to face his true self. Yes. Yes, and uh, we are given some context about the mirror gate mm. by the researcher. Yes. Whose name I've forgotten. Uh, Bill. Bill the researcher <laughs> is not his name. That but is not his name. For the duration of this recording, we will call him Bill. Bill. Uh, Bill, the researcher, has basically given us, the audience, the context of people who have tried to cross over to the mirror gate, mm -hmm. where people who think that they are kind find out they are cruel instead, because the mirror shows you your true self. Yep. People who think they are strong find themselves to be weak and cowards, and most men run away screaming. It's a... It's also when Bastion, like, chucks the book into the corner. Yeah, because Atreyu <laughs> is looking in the mirror... And he's seeing a kid reading a book. Yeah. And Bastion's reading a book. And he's and seeing he's looking the warrior. Across from himself and thinking, like, is this book talking about me? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like it's it's it's, it's one of those weird parts in the film where it starts to get really meta. Right. Like yeah. the book becomes aware of who's reading it. And it's like it's like a weird like I kind of like. I, I really kind of like that. Yeah. This, this part of the movie where it's like, yeah. like it's kind of like when movies break the fourth wall. Yeah. In a way where it's yeah. just like, oh, okay. it's 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 in a sense like breaking its own fourth wall because like this right. book yeah, is yeah. a book, but the one reading the book is like, yeah, like it's that, and it's also like there's also like a fourth wall break in the sense that like, hey, this nothing is like a representation of like people who have given up on dreams mm -hmm. and uh not starting to believe in like fantasies and dreams and like trying to pursue those more and mm -hmm. focusing more on like the day-to-day -day, like adult life of just like working uh going back home the everyday this, cycle the everyday cycle of like just emptiness without yeah. the creativity without the real spark of life basically yeah and uh the nothing's representative of that and also like later in the film we see that the nothing basically is that that's what the, why the nothing is growing so strong because people have stopped dreaming. People have stopped trying to mm -hmm. make like create fantasies like, and like yeah. yeah. It like like imagination in the modern world yeah. is like basically dead. Yeah, it's slowly dying. That's yeah, what, that's right. What the, yeah, that's kind of like what the nothing is. Yeah, is that all that imagination and like originality is like slowly fading over time. Yeah. 
Which so. is an interesting, uh, <laughs> this is a very interesting way of giving that message of just like, yeah, you should always continue to dream because yeah. all these, like, if it all goes away, there will be nothing but. True. It's, it's going to become like very, I see it as a very Matrix dystopia. True. Where it's just yeah. machines. It's just everybody's the same and <laughs> you know, like, everybody's and the same. machines like, take over. The machines take over yeah. and it's just nothing left or it's just like some, I don't know, it's, it becomes very sad, monotonous, dystopian. Yeah. Um, there's a movie called 18 or 1984. Yeah. It's basically about like what, what if like all like your emotions and everything is like being controlled. There's like a thought police. It, it's so fucked up. And yeah. like, it's like a whole other discussion. Right. It gave me like some vibes of that too. Where like, I guess like the guy, the main protagonist in that film was like thinking, oh, hey, I have like all these dreams and aspirations of other things of how life should be. But I can't say anything about it, and yeah, it's it's a whole, it's definitely an interesting film and movie or uh, film and uh, mm. book. Yeah, I think it's a book. But anyway, anyway, uh, right, we're at the point in the movie where H R realizes that he goes to the he well he gets past the mirror second gate. yeah the, the second mirror gate yes. And he's up to these oracles. Yeah, the Southern Oracle. Or the yeah, Southern Oracles, mm-hmm. and they're like, "You need to go to this princess and give her a new name." Yeah, in she, order to. And the and you're not the one who can give her the new name. You need yeah. to find someone beyond the borders of Fantasia. Yeah, because they're like, no one in Fantasia can give her a, a new name. Yeah, you need to find a human child from beyond the borders of Fantasia mm-hmm. to give the princess a new name, and that's the only way to stop all this happening right now. Pretty much, and that's also where they, you know, all another time where they break the fourth wall is that yeah. H.U. pretty much tries to go and find uh, Bastion, in a way. Essentially, he's trying to find Bastion. Yeah. Like, he, does, doesn't he doesn't know. Well, Bastion right. himself doesn't really know at this point either. Right, it's just yeah, like, yeah. He just had, like, a really weird vibe from the Mirror Gate part yeah. that he was reading. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's just like... What if maybe this book really is talking about me? Right, yeah. What if this is just some weird shit that's going on right now that might actually have something to do with me? Yeah. And he just keeps reading because, you know, curiosity. Yeah. And Atru and uh, Falcor are having like a, a montage through Fantasia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that famous. <laughs> like, you know, that inspirational like music that they go through yeah, like we're going on five different like yeah. terrains and yeah. it's just like wow five di- okay it's, it's probably like uh three different terrains from five different angles <laughs> yeah it's just like uh, they really traveled far yeah like, okay well, well is that new zealand <laughs> <laughs> it's just shots of new zealand is that is that, Sahara, is that the sahara desert man this, they traveled far yeah you like jazz you like jazz <laughs> oh we're in the ocean now how far is that gonna go <laughs> yeah essentially and they're just trying to find some sort of border edge to fantasia right yeah to potentially find a human child yes and give the princess oh is that colorado (laughs) south park colorado (laughs) yeah and bastion's just like man i wish it was me they were looking for that would have been really cool oh man yeah yeah this is where like the movie itself is just like yeah getting all very meta with itself it's like Borderline knows it's a movie, but is like, mm, yeah, we're talking about Fantasia. Yeah, we want to find this kid beyond Fantasia. Mm-hmm. We want to find this kid in the real world. <laughs> mm, real yeah. world. Yeah, the real world. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And so. uh, yeah, and also as they're going through their montage, they eventually run into the nothing. Mm-hmm. Where it's yeah, destroying everything. It is literally just a storm. Like as far as we know, the audience, yeah. it is just a storm of darkness and clouds and death. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And Falcor and Atreo are trying to... Run away from it. Escape it, but... Run like, away! It's, just, it's literally like... It's kind of like a black hole because it's like pulling them yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Because like Atreo ends up a losing grip of Falcor and just starts falling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Sorry. I just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's... Yeah. Sorry. You're just... It's, it's definitely a product of its time. Oh, well, sure. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was that yep. was just like a cardboard cut yeah, out of a tree, <laughs> <laughs> and they just like made it look smaller and yeah. thin inside of a computer. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah. I totally forgot about yeah. that scene. <laughs> no, I definitely remember thinking like, damn, that looks weird as a yeah, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but yeah, um, that's where we're at in the film. And, yeah. Um, uh, would you like to finish the rest? Of the movie, like the so, summary. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, let you do it because you you kind of know it more better yeah, than me. Yeah. So. so after the nothing separates, and it's your birthday. It is my birthday, so <laughs> it is my time to shine. <laughs> shine bright like a diamond. Anyway. All right. Uh, well, you finish Atreyu. it up, and I'm gonna go pee. Go ahead. Uh, I will allow it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Atreyu and Falcor have been separated, and Atreyu wakes up on the beach of some island craggy beach and Atreyu is calling out for Falcor. It is not working out. They cannot find each other right now. Falcor is somewhere the fuck else right now. Um, and Atreyu is basically investigating his surroundings and is following these tracks um, to somewhere deeper onto this plot of land that he just found himself at and he eventually finds the rock biter the first uh character in fantasia we kind of really well one of the first characters in fantasia we get to meet and the rock biter is kind of just sitting down all sad and depressed because his friends have been taken away into the nothing and he was trying to save them and hold on to them but the nothing just pulled them out of his own hands and he's kind of like feeling a type of way because he used to think of himself as this like large, strong fellow who could like, you know, he thought he could have hold on to his own friends with his big, strong hands. But they are gone. And they, and it's just him right now. And he's just like, look, I'm just sitting here waiting to die, waiting for the nothing to just take me so I can in some way maybe be like with my friends again. But yeah, I'm... Um, I've lost like all will to live right now. That's where the rock biter is. You know, um, personally for me, yeah, this was actually sadder than the uh, yeah, the horse thing? This is actually a very sad scene, yeah. too. Also for me, because like you see this like huge creature crying because he lost his friends. Yeah, and he was basically yeah, like like I was. And saying, now he's just like now I have nothing to live. for. I have for. nothing to live for. Like I've literally lost just, everything. There is nothing for yeah. me. It's just, like let the nothing take me. Like just let the nothing take me. Yeah, he's completely given up. For me, this was actually that's why you got you got to imagine for a trade too. This also like hits him like pretty hard too because like I was tasked with trying to stop all of this from happening, 
and I have not succeeded in mm. any case. I had this awesome montage. It looked like I could have done it, but and I then didn't. Things happened. Things and... happened, and I am separated from my luck dragon, and I, I, I have no idea where to go. I can't find the edge of Fantasia. The nothing is everywhere. Yep. At this point, the nothing has grown so large at this point that it's basically uh, enveloping all of Fantasia and just mm -hmm. slowly destroying it all into like nothing, literally. And uh, yeah, Atreyu keeps on following the path he's on and trying to find some sort of edge to Fantasia. He finds this like ruins and yeah, sees all these like. Do you, know, do you actually know what ruins those are? I don't. You don't, you don't know? I don't actually. Mm. There's no real. I mean, not in the movie, they don't really say, but. Um, as he's like investigating the ruins and seeing around, like he sees all these like murals um, of his quest throughout like his whole time throughout the movie and how he basically first arrived to be given the quest and given the Orin and uh, how he basically it's just like a month, like a, like, like uh, murals of like his whole journey. Mm-hmm. And um, it all leads up to him seeing this, like, standalone mural of uh, the one pursuing him. who he, he doesn't even know he's being pursued right now. Right. Uh, and he sees a mural of Gmork, the servant of the nothing. And then we have, like, that ominous two, three seconds of, like... What the hell is gonna go on now? Mm. And then you just see Gamork literally right across from his own mural, in exact uh, uh, imagery. Right. <laughs> and Atreyu meets Gamork for the first time, which is pretty scary. It is a scary moment because this is basically like, literally. I mean, you, you're seeing this kid being faced down with like death right here. This is a yeah. large alpha predator. And he's and, like this tiny little human. Yeah. So. And uh, Gamork is like this very large, dark wolf. Yeah. And uh, he starts talking and telling Atreyu, like, hey, I'm going to eat you. closer, <laughs> I will rip you yeah. to shreds. I will eat you and just let the nothing take us. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, basically they start having a conversation between each other. And uh, Gamork says how he is like a servant of the nothing. And then he lost... Uh, he was like on a quest of his own, trying to find someone who was going to try and put a stop to the nothing. Mm -hmm. And Atreus like, why the hell would you want to work for the nothing? And yeah. he's like, well, because the nothing is, like I said, a representation of all of mankind's uh, uh, loss of like dreams and fantasy. Like they are giving up on dreaming, yeah. and the nothing is basically gaining all this power. And if you side yourself with the one with all the power and control, you are the in turn also powerful. Basically on some villain shit. And uh, Atreyu is just like, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm the guy you've been looking for, so you and me are about to catch some hands. <laughs> and so Atreyu just picks up like a fucking dagger-shaped rock. Yeah. And Gamark's just like, yeah? You trying to catch this smoke? <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> Fuck it, let's do this. 
We're about to die anyway. <laughs> if never ending story was rated R. <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, they have a quick. Uh, I wouldn't even call it a fight. Basically, Gamork dies. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's not really a fight. Yeah, it's not really man. a fight. It would have been cool if they would have made it more. Fun. I know. But, I, I, mean, I was kind of hoping. You know, but... especially. What the fuck are they going to do with, with the technology at the time? They couldn't even make a fucking spider I, <laughs> like yeah, happen. Yeah, that's you know? true. I don't know. I, like, is it going to be William Shatner all over again fighting the... <laughs> we're not going to do that. So we're just going to have, like, okay, yeah. he's dead. A tra- It's just a tray right now. Uh, he eventually finds uh, Falcor again. He's picked up by Falcor again. Yeah. And they are traveling through literally the vastness of space because at this point, the nothing has literally left nothing behind. There is no more Fantasia. Well, are you saying the nothing leaves nothing behind? I know it's crazy. It's what? A crazy concept, right? <laughs> is that the purpose of the whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the nothing does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, know. To, I know. In case you didn't know, the nothing doesn't leave anything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just Falcor and Atreyu just wandering through space. Space. The final, the final frontier. frontier. <laughs> These and are the starship. The, the voids of the starship. <laughs> Fantasia. <laughs> it's an ongoing mission. To, to, find, to find imagination. But all we find is nothing. <laughs> and explore brand new minds. Yes. And a <laughs> To find new inspiration. Yeah? Okay, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and you do it a lot, too, so. I was doing that one time, and you did it one time, so we're, we're good. Okay, now we're, we're even. We're, we're, we're even fine. Steven. All right. I'm Angel. <laughs> what? My name is Angel, not Steven. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who I've been talking to. I don't either. <laughs> but, Anyways. Uh, yeah, so as Atreyu and Falcor are wandering through space, essentially, Atreyu basically is just holding on to the Orn and, like, hoping to find any remnant of Fantasia. And the only remnant of Fantasia left is the uh, childlike princess's uh, tower, the Ivory Tower. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, what he needed right then and there to... Go and speak to this childlike princess and say, like, hey, look, man, I or look, I did everything I could to try and find someone to try and give you a new name. But I could not find the edge of Fantasia. I completely failed. Yeah. Nothing I did worked. And the childlike princess is like, oh, no, dude, you you did it. Like, you, you got him. Like, he's there with you. Yeah. Like, he's like, what are you talking about? It's like, nah, man, like, he's been following you since you started this whole thing, man. He's been reading the book. Yeah. He's like, book? What the? Yeah, what What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah, she is, like, clued in onto the whole meta. And, uh, the nothing is still, like, active and, like, slowly getting at the ivory tower. Right. And the princess's palace here. And, basically, Atreyu ends up being taken out by a crack in the ground. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's just like he's just okay. He's just out of commission because nothing, I guess. Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, and at this point, the princess is directly addressing Bastion, saying like, "Why can't you believe in your dreams? Why, why do you not like uh, believe in yourself? In yourself, yeah. essentially." And Bastion's just like, "Look, like my dad told me that I had to. <laughs> like I, need I gotta to keep my head out of the clouds. Dreams, I can't yeah. like live my head in the clouds." Yeah. I, I can't just keep on believing in fantasies. I need to be grounded in reality. 
and she's just like begging at this point to have Bastion just call out her new name. Yeah. Which is Moonchild, apparently. And, apparently. Yeah. Uh, at that point, once he gives her a new name, we are given like a black screen. Yeah. And it is just a grain of sand that lights up and illuminates the childlike princess and Bastion in complete darkness. This is basically like where the, the meta and the real world kind like, of collide. If, like Fantasia and the real world kind of like collide for a split second here. And like this conversation between the princess and Bastion, I guess Princess Moonchild now, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, have this conversation where like Bastion's like, what happened to Fantasia? And he's like, all that's left of Fantasia is this one yeah. grain of sand. Yeah. And he's like, well, what, what are we going to do now? There's nothing left. And he's like, look, the only way we can save Fantasia is if you believe and dream. Mm-hmm. And you can make Fantasia all over again. That's the only way. As long as you can believe and dream Believe again. it. Yeah, as long as you believe it and dream again. Uh, yeah, uh, Fantasia could become even greater than it was. As long as more people like you. And, and basically that's the whole message of the movie is to never yeah. stop dreaming. To never stop believing in your dreams. Don't stop believing. Yeah. Hold on to that feeling. Hold on to that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. Journey would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's you know, he was just a city boy. He was just a city boy. <laughs> Born and raised, Born and raised in, in South Detroit. <laughs> and living in a. Midnight, <laughs> he took the midnight, midnight train, train going, going anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but and yeah. then the princess is the uh, the the girl. The, 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 uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Just a small town girl, living in a lonely world. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, basically, she's saying, like, the way to make Fantasia grow again is by having wishes. Uh-huh. And Bastion's like, well, how many wishes do I get? Because he's, like, probably thinking genie rules. Three. Take it or leave it. <laughs> and Princess is like, as many as you want. Yeah. Like, you just keep on wishing and yep. dreaming. And that's what's going to save Fantasia. She's like, all right, well, I wish. And then we have a montage of, like, Bastion flying on Falcor. <laughs> and him just like breaking into reality <laughs> and scaring off his bullies and yeah. that's pretty much how the movie ends yeah he just breaks into reality flying on falcor and scares his bully into his bullies into the trash can that he yeah. was thrown into earlier in the film yeah and then we just kind of get left in a bit of a cliffhanger being like and bastion went on to make many more wishes and dreams but that is another story yeah Never-ending story! story. <laughs> yep. And, yeah, that's pretty much the never-ending story, you guys. Yeah, and it just keeps going on and on. Yeah. Until it abruptly ends. Yeah. <laughs> Until it abruptly ends. <laughs> it's going on and on and on and on. And on. Dangerous. Dancing. <laughs> just play the rest of Journey. Yeah. The never-ending <laughs> story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, the, the end of the summary, um, I guess we can go into our ratings, oh, I guess. God. So yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. was made in 1984. 1984. So, yeah, what ordered. kind of, uh, rating should we give? Like, okay. one rating being bad, so like one... 
One whole nothing. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say like one nothing <laughs> out of 1984 R Texas. Because <laughs> apparently you love R Texas. So. Look, I look. It wasn't even about fucking R Tex specifically. It was just the fact that he was like a drowning. That in actor, sadness. that fucking actor for Atreyu, was so fucking good at his job, man. He made me feel like was that was he? my goddamn horse. Like, that was my horse sinking into depression and committing himself to die. <laughs> like, that was my best friend drowning in the swamps of sadness and left me alone. Oh, here it is. Uh, Noah Hathaway. Yeah, he... That's fucking, him. He made me feel some shit. Okay. <laughs> he did it. He fucking did it. <laughs> so, out of 1984, Noah's? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say out of... Or, like, or 1984, Atreus. I, I was actually going to say out of, like, uh, 1984, uh, Luck Dragons, because they're apparently oh, lucky. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, that works, too. So, 1984, Falcors. Falcors. Yeah. yeah. That's so, a lot of montages that you have a, to take on. <laughs> But it's a lot of joyous, uh, happy montages. To be honest, yeah, Falcor was definitely like the nice breath of fresh air. That, yeah, right. You know, the movie needed after killing a horse. So, and um, a child yeah. like me. <laughs> so, what's your rating? I will give this the uh, 2026. Wow, what? Uh, <laughs> look, I really like this movie. Why that number, though? Well, okay. I really like this movie. I just turned 26. It's my birthday. Oh, okay. And, it's your birthday. <laughs> and, you know, this this actually gave me a lot of um, nostalgia. Is one of the big things for it, too. Uh, I like the story and the idea of, like, look, we can't live our lives in, like uh, without dreams, uh-huh. without wishes. Yep. Life without dreams and wishes and fantasy is a very dull sad nothing and overall the message behind that kind of resonates with me mm-hmm. on a personal level yeah because mm-hmm. i definitely want to live my life without like i, I definitely don't want to live my life without imagination imagination and dreams and mm-hmm. the, the fantasies and wishes like i have a bunch of wishes that i hope to one day see become reality and that's basically what bastion starts in the end at the end of the movie like he starts to have wishes and it becomes reality yeah so which would be nice yeah yeah where i'm like look if i could have my own little falcor <laughs> yeah. you know and, and just have start my going. own little wishes <laughs> yeah you know like yeah yeah i'm gonna keep on wishing i want that shit for myself <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah 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 hell if yeah you could have your own little that? world yeah hell yeah that would be so yeah that's why i give it the rating i give it what's your rating and you say, tell it to the audience because I need to go pee. Oh, sure. Okay. Yes. Um, so, since it was made in 1984, I'm going to give it a ni- 1900 rating. Really? Yeah. 1900. Um, uh, only because, like, uh, this is only, like, my third time seeing it. Um, so, I mean, like, revisiting it is actually pretty nice. Uh, obviously, this film is a very obscure and kind of like a it's a weird film i guess you could say um not a lot of people can really get into it it has like the similar vibe of uh dark crystal so you know it's it, it's 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 also pretty interesting because like right now in the movie uh the princess is breaking the fourth wall because in the book she's She's talking to Bastion, 
Specifically, where she's just like, yeah, call out my name and stuff like that. And he's just like, um, okay, sure. Yeah, he's just like, okay, well, I'll dream, like, I'll, I'll do my own thing. I'll save your world for Fantasia. It's a very emotional thing, but, um, similar to, like, what, uh, similar to, like, what you have is that don't give up on your dreams, I guess. Uh, make sure you keep it's with basically, your... basically, it's like never stop dreaming. Yeah, like, keep your creativity. Yeah. Because not a lot of people have that nowadays where it's like... Yeah. I guess, like, to put it into, like, a, like a Tolkien thing where it's like... With Lord of the Rings, it was a huge thing because not a lot of people really wrote about it. And, like, for... For me, it kind of like resonates with me because I'm trying to create my own world, pretty much. That's you know, pretty much everything is original. Um, like all the places, the history, the characters, that's all like my creation. So like this movie is kind of like, hey, like keep doing this and like just pretty much just keep going on like what you're doing. So it's a strong rating. Obviously, it's not like you know. Yeah, my my I, top ten, I, but no, I know. definitely have like a big nostalgia. Yeah, for it. So for you, for me, obviously, yeah. like I know that it was going to be a high rating for you. So, yeah, because you've seen it a lot of times and you saw it when you were young. So oh yeah, yeah. But, it was definitely like a big uh, influence for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so any uh we actually never really got to questions do you have any questions for me Ooh, okay yeah i have one okay so the world of fantasia is basically all these like dreams and people's creations yeah so what kind of creation do you think you would have in a world of fantasia where atreyu would like wander through like what what would be the world he would have to wander through in Fantasia. Um, actually, I have an immediate answer. Ooh. Actually, because it is the world that I'm creating. Yeah. For my novel. Straight up? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I like that. This is the... the um, I haven't made a name for the world mm-hmm. yet, uh, but there is a continent called Ordia, mm-hmm. and that is where the main series takes place, and there's a, a, a deep lore and history to it mm-hmm. where a lot of things happen and obviously there are actually more places throughout the world mm-hmm. so I do have an entire world created yeah I just need to you know make a title for what, it. what would be but like a region he would wander through there him yeah the one that he would like maybe like if he had to like go over through here like looking for you know the edge of fantasia uh, or looking for like the well, southern oracle uh, or you know okay. any, anything like that like anything you think would be well that's you know, that's that's difficult so right like well, i guess like what location would you like to show the audience if this was like in a movie i guess yeah. i guess the whole um montage mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. where he first sets yeah. out on like Falcor. Yeah, like it's like a monsters of him like going around. Like, what does he he's, see in Ordia? He's so you can see the map up there. Yeah. So for listeners, there's a map that I drew. Um, there's two countries that I would have him go through. Yeah. First one is called Zephithia. Okay. And that's where a lot of the rivers, the forest, and the plains are. Ooh. 
Okay. And so it's a lot of like flatlands, but a oh, lot so of... He, so Atreyu would probably feel at home. Right. That's where yeah. he would feel at home. Yeah. And then the next country that would go into view is called Mulianti, where it's a lot of hills. Not mm. mountains, just mm. hills and also more rivers, some swamps here and there. So mm. he would probably go past that. And the third landmark before he would set out, before the ocean... Oh yeah. There's a a fairy island called Oragoth, and it's a it's full of uh, fairies. But it also depends uh, on what age it is, okay. you know, because I got a deep history to it. Okay. And then across the whole ocean is the very first island that the god of my world created, and that's where the the edge of Fantasia would be for me. Is the very first island okay. that the god created. Okay. So, like, okay. he would pretty much, if he was in my world, he would pretty much go to the origins of mm. creation. Oh, okay. So that would be my edge of Fantasia. So what would be yours? Unless if you have any questions about mine. I don't know. No, I think... Okay. Those are good answers. I'm happy yeah. with that. I'm happy with that. I actually think that if you were to go to like through the fairy island, it would be very visually pleasing too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That would be pretty cool. Yes, like definitely. Like on some like, what would I compare it to? Very natural and yeah. not a lot of modern, like, for me it's like medieval, obviously. So right. In the... I get I get like very um Celtic vibes. Yeah, yeah. Like basically like. Fame, magic, right. like, you know, fairies. There's, and, there's yeah. not a lot of, like, stone castles or anything. Yeah. There's just, like, a lot of, like, You find, like, a, stone, you find like a Stonehenge, maybe? Mm -hmm. Sure, you yeah. find, But, like, it's, like, all, I don't know, if, it, if it's more, like, forest or... Mm -hmm. mm. It's a very natural vibe okay. because they were the very first uh, beings created. Okay. So they're very, very natural okay. things. Yeah, so. I think that would be a really cool, like, way of, like, transitioning into, like, okay, you get the plains, you get the hills. It's and pretty you much to... you're going back into history. Yeah. Because you start from, like, a modern time, and then you start tracing back history until you get to the edge of okay. the fantasy world, which is where the origins come from. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Actually, so. that's a pretty good answer. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, as far as I'm... Okay. With me, uh... That was a really good answer. I don't think I could top that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my answer, uh, I would like to see a trigger to see, like... Considering that, like, this is me currently, assuming this is a Treyu watching through, like, you know, I guess more of a current, modern age vibe. Mm. Um, with what I know, at least. I would like them to see, like, strange worlds beyond just, like, fantasy. Mm. Okay. See worlds of, like, more of a steampunk nature. <laughs> okay. Where it gets all weird. And so just, you're, like, like going this, like, weird different clock. realms? Yeah. Like, it just gets the really worse. Like, he's really starting to look at, like like far out of Fantasia like <laughs> Fantasia's grown a lot yeah, yeah, over the yeah. years it gets all steampunky maybe for a bit all gothic and uh, uh dark and grim and then there's like uh other locations where it's more like futuristic uh cyberpunk type things and more future. like future yeah. future <laughs> yeah. it just gets so yeah. wild and out there like I, I would have them like <laughs> I would basically have him like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction just going all like like what, what yeah. is all of this <laughs> and like uh, maybe have him going through like uh, feudal Japan during the warring states okay okay and, like just seeing like weird like like, like it's, what it's, is it's happening it's one of those things where like he's just seeing so much 
that he probably just was like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> like, okay, this jungle just has like a uh, fucking, um, it's like the Aztec oh. Empire. Uh, this this uh, 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 place over here is all like the mummy. <laughs> and then this other area over here is like Atlantis. And this other place is like superheroes and uh, Gotham City. And it's just... Yeah, he would just be going through like all these different fandoms of mine. Essentially, like, what's happening yeah. here? Like, oh. What is going on here in this place with like dark souls? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is Bloodborne? Yeah, like, what do you mean you're born of blood? What do you mean what? Elden Ring? Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you know, just like it just gets into like really weird like locations. Why are these stormtroopers firing at me? <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's just it just gets all like yeah. It's basically him going through all my favorite fandoms. Sorry, this a little side note. This was like the quickest um, uh, credits that I I think I've ever seen. Oh, really? <laughs> like it was done in three minutes. I was like, what? Uh, True. True. What? True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Okay. That's that's it. It's done. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was such a small production. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, they kind of blew through the credits pretty quickly too. Mm. Kinda. It was, it was like, pretty Bzzz. slow. It was pretty slow. No, I thought it was pretty quick. Yeah, like early on, it was pretty quick. I guess. Because there was also like still, it was pretty quick. Well, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, any other? Because I don't really have any. I was gonna pretty much ask you like the same thing. Like, what oh, really? Would, what would your world of Fantasia oh, wow, be? Funny. So, um, hmm. I, don't I, would, would, I don't know. Who would? I don't know who. Since Bastion chooses. Um, Atrio as the main his his main character. Mm -hmm. Who would you choose as a main character? Would I want to be a main character? Yeah, because mm. uh, like like he cool. pulls from like a whole bunch of different characters, and he's like, oh, this is the guy that True. I would be. Ah oh, man. So who would you who would you okay. be in a main if character? If I were like a Bastion type character, who's right. read a lot of books. Yeah, I'm just gonna go off of books I've read. Yeah, yeah. So there was this character of. I really enjoyed. I don't know. You tell me. Know, That's what I'm asking I'm you. <laughs> I've enjoyed a couple. There's yeah, two. Yeah. Okay, so there's two that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. um, that I've probably like thoroughly read like their series. One was from the Leviathan series, mm. okay. and that one had two characters because it was from two different perspectives. Either or would have been really good. Uh, one was Alexander from uh, Austria Hungary. That's like it's a very like cyber or not cyberpunk steampunk meets like biopunk oh. it's like uh it's all like uh there's like these two it's basically world war one but what if like people found out genetics and were like splicing animals and creatures together mm, okay. and also very steampunky at the same time where like these other parts of europe were like more um advanced advanced in like the sense of like everything's like very steam powered and they're mm -hmm. making like all these like metallic like, like yeah. creations yeah, and the, yeah. they have like this uh the inventions are actually working yeah they basically much. have like borderline those uh not AT-ATs what are those chicken walkers in Star Wars ATSGs yes they basically have that but it's just like very bulky sure and heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah just like it's like it's like the prototype to like yeah, an ATSG essentially yeah, yeah, yeah and that's basically those two factions fighting each other and you have one character named Alexander who is more of the clankers which are more the steampunk types right yeah and then you have um uh, Darren Sharp, uh, mm. who changes her name to Dylan Sharp so she can join the army oh, because sure. they weren't allowing uh, girls in the army. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. there at that point. She's in like uh, England, <laughs> and Alexander's like in Austria Hungary. He's like the prince of like Austria Hungary. She's just a soldier who's like really good at her job because she. So can, she she kind of like pulled a uh, Eowyn. Yeah, she pretty much pulled it. Uh, yeah, uh, she pretty much pulled an Eowyn. It was like successfully good at it, yeah. to the point where like she only got found out by Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think yeah. So who would who would your main character be though? <sighs> like, for a never-ending story. The, thing, the funny thing is, those two are already kids. Basically, they're like <laughs> they're like fifteen, sixteen, or I guess uh, eighteen, uh, borderline eighteen years old. Yeah. Um, those either of those two would be really good. If I only had to pick one, though. Yeah. Oh god, I don't kinda, know. If any, yeah, I don't know if any of those two would. Be, mm. It's tricky, isn't it? Trying to figure you know, out one. Scrap that. Maybe not from there. <laughs> oh my! We just went on like a five-minute rant. Okay, I'll go with this other character from uh, the Razorland trilogy. <laughs> okay. Another series of book I really like. It's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Um, pretty much. Oh boy, here we go again. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> you asked me the question. Here, this is the answer. I'm just <laughs> asking you for one character. I know. Who would you choose for a never-ending story? Okay. Uh, character's name, Deuce Oaks. Okay, it's him. All right, let's go. She's a girl. <laughs> okay. Whatever. She's kind of a badass. She's basically a Treyu, but she has knives and um, is a fighter and a huntress like they just go around like through the ruins of cities uh, killing these like mutated uh people that have basically gone cannibalizing yeah. each other and people so that would that would be your character yeah i okay. think she would be really cool there you go yeah that's the answer yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, okay what's your character <laughs> Well, mine, I got to narrow it down to two characters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Both are from Tolkien's creation, obviously. Because, yeah, you know, big that's Tolkien. me. I don't know of any other books that you've properly read as much as Tolkien. Mm, I read Narnia a couple times. Right, but I don't think it's as much as you've read any of Tolkien's Lord of the books. Rings. Uh, Inheritance Cycle was pretty good mm. from Christopher Paolini. That's another mm. good fantasy series that I liked. A lot of I read a lot of like singular books, I guess. So oh, I really? mean, like series wise, not a whole lot. I mean, I read the Hunger Games. So oh, I, mean, yeah, I read the Hunger Games too. But um, what else I, did I read? Yeah. I feel like I'm missing something. I know that I read a different series. How was it? I'll get back to it. Yeah. But um, I was gonna say uh, there was one. If it was never ending story, yeah, I'd probably Lord of the Rings. I would choose Aragorn because mm-hmm. he's a good. Ranger, warrior, he's eventually becomes king, all that stuff like that. And now it's Aragorn as a boy. Well, I mean, it'd be Aragorn as like my age. As a boy. You it's mean, you mean like, like him? Because you're picking somebody to basically be your trainer. Okay, well even as a kid, like this is he was as a boy. still he was still pretty like decent as a kid. Yeah. And I mean uh, mine was too. The, mine mine's is do so. She's just right. she's literally just a teenager <laughs> in, yeah. in that series. So it's um, just like, okay, five, rewind the right. clock five years. But still, I mean, like, Aragorn as a kid, you'd probably be like... Oh, yeah, Aragorn. He'd no, probably yeah. still have some skills. Aragorn, yeah, yeah, he's probably young. Because, uh, like, I think Atreyu still had his, like... Like, he knew, like, what he knew in life as an adult. It's yeah, just now yeah, he's yeah. a kid. Now he's a kid, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, and then the other one was tricky because I also chose Fingolfin 
who is an elf lord in the Silmarillion. Ooh. Interesting. And he's the one who actually challenged Morgoth Ooh. Uh, and got killed by Morgoth, but he also um, pretty much struck fear in, in Morgoth. And he's That's just like, oh, crap, these elves actually can deal some damage to my armies and to me. Mm-hmm. They, they're they a big threat. So I'm like, well, if I want to be like a big, great warrior, right. might as well choose Fingolfin because he's some big, respectable king, uh-huh. elven king, uh-huh. that challenges a one-on-one. He literally marched to the gate of... Um, Mordor? No, uh, what was his... Um, Thangoradrim, I think it is. Okay. And um, he says, like, hey, Morgoth, come on, get out here. I want to <laughs> I want to du- duel you one-on-one. Come on, let's go. And so, like, you all the... Yeah. yeah. And eventually, like, all, like, the servants of Morgoth are like, ooh, Damn. yeah. Um, I think he wants you, Morgoth. <laughs> and he's like, okay, fine. And then, yeah, they, they duel. And Morgoth's like, just yeah. like, yeah, bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got this big, massive hammer. I'm going to pummel you into the ground with, which does right. happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got humbled. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But okay. as a figure, I think I would choose Aragorn uh-huh. because of his humility I, as okay. a mortal human man. Okay, that's actually really that's a strong candidate. Yes. You know what I was thinking? Um, Sam, just no, as, as a side one because it's a Jim Henson movie. Yeah, yeah. Kermit. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, the never-ending the, Kermit. The guy from. Um, Dark Crystal. Uh, which? The series, the warrior. The Skeksis warrior? Or the, what the do one, you mean? Yeah, the, the one who used to be like a guardian for the Skeksis. Oh! Rien! His name is Rien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He would have been a pretty good choice. Mm, true. That's, yeah. That'd be interesting. Right? Especially it's coming not, yeah. especially coming from a Dark Crystal show. Yeah, that would and, be you know interesting. and you know what? It wouldn't be that out of the world either because mm. mm-hmm. it still kind of has that loose connection. Mm-hmm. You know? It'd be like, this is basically just another Dark Crystal mm, without real... the Dark Crystal. <laughs> Imagine like combining Dark Crystal with Neverending Story. Oh yeah, that'd be Easily. so cool. Easily. Oh. I'm sure there's some part of Thra that is Fantasia. <laughs> has to be. There has to be a Skeksis in there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, hey, there was a lot of Skeksis yeah. types in there already. Yeah. I was just like, mm, right. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I thought that would have been a good choice too. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I like that. If we just kept it to like Jim Henson universe, right? Yeah. So you chose Kermit. I choose Dark <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with Kermit. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Kermit's I a good. I do the voice. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, Kermit. Yeah, that's a good choice to be. He is. He is the king. <laughs> Kermit. Yeah. He, Kermit the king. He breaks all walls. <laughs> <laughs> he can look into the audience yeah. and be like, I'm going to kill yeah. you. <laughs> Kermit, you could honestly put Kermit in a lot of films and it wouldn't be that out of place. <laughs> no, it, be just I a am like, your father. <laughs> it'd just be like, okay, well, I mean, it's Kermit. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love putting Kermit into honestly. different scenarios. Like, like uh, Well, that's the thing too. Like Kermit, The ring is mine. Because they did so many different like versions of Kermit like it's still Kermit but he's like doing all these different stories like he done like what Christmas Carol yeah and like all these other different like yeah. uh, movies Wingardium Leviosa yeah if you put him in a Harry Potter series I'd be like okay well this, <laughs> is, just, Kedavra. this is just Jim Henson's Harry Potter like that'd be so man- mashup like this. no 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 you're saying it wrong it's like, Leviosa not Leviosa it, it would not be that out of this world to me that's what I'm saying I'm just like Kermit's not a bad choice. 
I would love to see a Kermit Harry Potter. <laughs> Muppets Harry Kermit, Potter. Kermit Potter. The Muppets. Harry Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit. Kermit, you are the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> you were meant to destroy the Muppets, not join them. <laughs> guess, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Good choices all around. Bring I, balance to I, the puppets. I am, I am satisfied with these answers. Yeah. This is good. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> All right. All right. Before we get off topic again, we'll yeah. say adieu. Yeah. Um, uh, never ending story is uh, dried I think out. It, we did it. Yeah, we dried it out. I'm surprised that we made it to an hour forty five. <laughs> well, I had a lot to say. That's that's true. And, and, and a, it was also your birthday. It is also my birthday. Yep. And I say we make this a good episode, and we made it a very good episode. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I was happy with all your answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I was happy with yours too. Yeah. It was yeah. very insightful. Yeah. It was so. a lot of fun. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. We yeah. still got a bit. I mean, it's not even 10, so. Oh, Jesus. Well, we're going to have to fill up the time with something. Like Kermit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> more Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I guess we'll see you guys in the next. Well, we can't really see you, but. But you can hear You'll us. hear us <laughs> in the next episode because we don't know episode. what we're going to do next. No. So we'll, we'll, we'll decide and you'll listen to us because yes. we're cool. So. And you guys love us. <laughs> All two of you. All two of you. Love uh, Me specifically. Also, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's right? true. <laughs> you're the life of the party. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bring the facts. You bring the party. So Sure. <laughs> Hey, um, <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> check out our um, our sh- our uh, other show, Books and Baggins, if you like Lord yes. of the Rings and if you want to delve deeper into the book. Um, yes. It's it a is, very fun thing that we're doing. It's from the perspective of one who has read the books and one who has not. Yes. You can take a wild guess. <laughs> yeah. And just think who is who in there in that certain area. It, right, yes. Uh, and we also have our D&D show where yep. we talk about... Um, still on our main channel, but... Still on our main you channel. You should still check it out. Check it out. We just talked about dragons uh, earlier. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I, uh, a little reminder, again, is that um, schedule-wise, um, since our last episode was uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, yes. our next episode will be actually the D&D episode. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that will be our never-ending story. So yeah, so and there's a bit of books, a break in between. Yeah, and books and baggins is um, normally every Friday so far because we've been doing three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Because for me personally, I, I like talking about Lord of the Rings, and yeah. you've found some time to like listen to it, so I'm like, yeah, might yeah. as well. So. I've made it work. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how the scheduling yeah. of that show goes. I'm actually there's like. There have been a few books that I've been meaning to listen, like read also. You should. It could be fun. You should try to read Inheritance Cycle. I feel like you would like actually like that one. I was actually going to recommend you a book. Yeah. We maybe turn it on its head a bit. But. (laughs) The tables have turned. Yeah. We will turn some tables. Turn the tables. But that will be next time. Next time. On Dean. Well, it's not. <laughs> yeah, D&D, technically, yes. Well, it's, it's all under the D&D type. Yeah, it's yes. all under D&D, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's all of our announcements yeah. and future we are, plans. We are very dry right now. Yes. So we're going to... I think we got a couple couple moons left, yeah. I think. We're going we're gonna to finish them all. Polish them off. Yeah, 
And, and until next time. Until next time, you guys. Stay hydrated. Do your laundry. Tell your mom you love them. <laughs> and uh, stay don't. green. And if you don't, and don't fight anything that when you hit it, it grows a lot of mouths. Huh? I was making a critical role reference. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yes. I don't, know. I don't know. It was it was a very bad reference. I'm well, it can I will never. I will never say. That's things. the beers in us. I will never say a thing again. <laughs> It'll just this be is, silent on the next episode. This is just total silence from this point onward. <laughs> and that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.